your get your girl Creole. Let's go. Get your girl Creole. It's your boy Retro. It's your boy Retro. It's your boy. It's your boy. It's your boy Retro. Retro. It's your boy. It's your boy. It's your boy. What's up, y'all? This is your boy Retro. And this is your girl Creole. And this is another episode of All But Yeah. We have a special guest in the building. We've been having a lot of those lately. Yeah, man. It's a blessing. It is a blessing. Um, This is a very talented young lady. Seems like she comes from a very talented family. But we're not going to go there because it's about her today. Um, Like I, I was saying earlier, I came across her singing at her father's um, studio with... um. You say his name, Josh? Josh. Josh. And I said, man, she, she has a nice voice. She recently dropped. Well, I ain't, I'm not going to do all that because she could do her own plug. I, I, I don't have to do that. <laughs> I don't have to do that. I'm not the manager. Your mama is. <laughs> I thought she would have came and been up in here doing her plug and everything. Yes, but, she is. But, you know, it's all good. We're going to get into that, too. But we have a very beautiful, talented young lady by the name of. Indies Blue. Indies Blue. Come on, man. Hand clap. Oh, I ain't got it at all. Oh, Damn. yeah. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Oh, it's low. There, there we go. go. <laughs> hey. All right, that's enough. <laughs> but no, we thank you for coming to the show today. Very yeah, appreciative. Um, come on, now. No, I'm, you's doing good. You's rolling. Oh, I, 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 I ran in last time. It's your turn. This is your nick. Oh, yeah. You oh said, no! You, yeah, this is no. Your but thing. you 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 sent me her video. What was that last night while I was at work? Yeah, yeah. It was really good. It was amazing. Thank you. Was it the music video? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, plug yourself. Yeah, come on, talk. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I just recently released my music video for my song "Respectful Liar." I put a lot of work into that music video. It took like two full days to make. Come on. And I had a bunch of, you know, outfit switches and had an actor and stuff. And yeah, that's my most important song that I decided to make the music, the best music video for the highest quality well, of course, music yeah. video for. Um, no, it's a great song. Thank it's you. It's a great song. Beautiful video, too. Thank you. <laughs> if, y'all, if y'all see the video, she's in the video. She has blue hair. But right now she has pink hair. And it's like, when did you make the video? I made the video like, a month ago, maybe. Okay. Yeah. But blue's my signature hair because, you know, it goes along with my name. Come on. Yeah. Indies Blue. <laughs> so, Where did you get the name from or the concept of it behind? Well, Indies is my name spelled backwards. That's my state name. But Sydney is my name. So I N D Y S S Y D N I. Okay. And then blue is just my favorite color. And Okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> that's that's more how you did that. That's all right. Yeah. Because, you know, I used to rap and I'm I went through like four or five different rap names. <laughs> you know, I went from Iceberg Soldier, R Train, Big South. Um Yeah, I went through all those different names. Now I just go by retro and leave it like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
But you, um, how long you been into music or wanted to pursue this? Um, well, I recently started making my own music and getting into the studio and stuff like two years ago. But I've actually been singing since I was like in third grade. Come on. Yeah. Beyonce. <laughs> so what made you like want to officially like pursue it as like a career? Um, As far as just singing without like the writing aspect of it. When I was in third grade, I lost the singing competition. Mm. And the next year I was like, mom, you got to help me out. So she put me in singing lessons and I worked with that teacher until I was like a senior in high school. Oh, okay. So yeah, I was like, this is something I really want to do. But after like my senior year, I was like, I need to start making music. And probably in the last year is when I really started putting myself out there. That's okay. good. That's oh. good. Who did you lose to? <laughs> that's, that's what I, I want to know Do you remember? I don't remember But the next year I actually learned a song That was an opera Italian song Called Say mm. to Mommy And even if it was good or bad They couldn't not let me win Because like I was in opera, fourth grade Singing opera, opera Italian yeah. Come Oh on. wow I'm thinking yeah. he was going to say Some R&B song or no, no, She said she, 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 she stepped her game up She's like I'm going to show that hope nah. yeah. Not only was she going to sing She was going to say opera She was really com- coming out with mm-hmm. it Damn yeah. right. Shit. Like you said, I mean, and you were singing it in Italian or was it? Yeah, it was Italian. See, yeah. Whether it's good or bad, she learned a whole new language right. to sing. Just to sing the song, yeah. That's like, I got a friend, she's into Japanese music and all that. And she she a singer and a piano player. And she went across seas singing like a Japanese talent show. And mm-hmm. I just saw, I saw the video. It was crazy. Like, she's actually... Singing these songs in that language, I'm like, that's some dedication. And for you to yeah. say that you did that in the fourth grade, come on, man. Yeah, you that had is to. amazing. That yeah. is very Thank amazing. <laughs> Shit, I'm still stronger, stronger in English. You know? There's <laughs> still some words I can't say, but man, that's that is amazing. So, being that you're starting out, how? Because, like I say, I. You know, I don't want to <clears throat> toot my own horn or anything, but mm-hmm. you know, I said I used to be in the rap game for a brief moment. <laughs> uh-huh. You know, we had a group called Collective Conscious. Oh with, my you goodness! Know, still got some nice. I'm gonna have to send them to you. Let you listen to them. Oh right. my god! Um, <laughs> you, you got a CD player? She's like, what's that? I don't. <laughs> See what I mean? Neither do we music. at this point. <laughs> we didn't have Apple Music back back that time when I was doing. You got to go on MySpace. <laughs> You heard of that? I've heard of it. Oh, man. Yeah, some old shit. Ooh, uh, I love having young people on the show. Maybe <laughs> realize how old I am, but I don't care. Mm. But um, so we did, like I say, it was four of us, three rappers and a singer. And we did talent shows, whatnot. And we really was like, yeah, we're going to break off. But, you know, life happens. One fell in love and all that bullshit. Mm. So it's good as just you. Keep it that way. Less mess. <laughs> Less stress. Now that you have your your um, single out, and um, I was talking to you briefly before we started recording mm-hmm. about um, album. Mm-hmm. Do you have, uh, like, what's on Apple Music? Is that considered the album? Yeah, that's my album. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I was just wondering, you know, and... W- 
what are your plans? Like, like I said, the music video is fire. Y'all gotta definitely go check out the video. Her whole, like I said, she's a vibe. She's a vibe. Definitely she, a vibe. Good songwriting, right. definitely, which is Very. like lacking these days. So, <laughs> like you remind me, you remind me a mixture of Janae Aiko and her, and just just these, you know, these ladies out here that just, you know, you you had a long day, you stress, whatever case may, whatever bother you, pop mm-hmm. this song and just. You come in smooth and doing your thing. It's like, yeah. I say, very, very blessed, very talented. Thank you. Do you, and because like I say, I, I was in the studio the other night with one of my friends and I was complaining about, he he doesn't want the fame. He wants the, he'll take the money and he'll take the recognition for his thing, but he doesn't want the fame. You starting off, you know, you have dreams, you have goals. Mm-hmm. Well, how do you feel about, you know, the possibility of being, you know, blown up with that fame, the, the limelight, you know, just like people like, oh, my God, I'm here. And, you know, mm-hmm. just all of that, that, all everything that comes with that. Like, do you feel like there's something that you and you're ready to handle? Um. Yeah, I definitely want to be famous. I think that it's it's on my list for my path. Um, could I handle it? I'm not sure. Uh, I think I'm very confident with my music, but there are certain things that um, I have fears about, like releasing stuff or if enough people don't come to my shows, things like that, you know? Oh, you can't. Leave. I don't think you'll have a problem with yeah, that. <laughs> I don't think you have a problem with that. You ain't got to worry about that. And even so, I mean, remember, you working, you starting off the ground floor, so you're building up that momentum. So they're they always going to be hiccups on the road. So don't ever let that discourage you. Because like I say, we did we did a whole LSU talent show, and well, we got second place, and it was probably like maybe 13 people in the crowd, but we didn't care. We, we went on that stage of our performance, and that's what you're going to do at the end of the day. But um, I don't think the fame is going to be. I, fame, is, fame is what you make it, I try to tell. I, I feel, you know, like like you say, you know what comes. You kind of know. You see what comes with the territory. You, you, you see. So it's not like it's not like you can't prepare for it. You just got to know how to move and when to move when certain situations or whatever comes up. So. You gonna you gonna be fine. Plus, you got you got a good team. You got your mom as your manager. Yeah, can't beat that. <laughs> My baby said she ain't doing. She ain't doing. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Now nah, I, I don't think you have a problem filling filling uh, shows though. Mm. I don't see that. I'm happening. hoping that Gentilly Fest gets me a, a little group. Of oh, people so you gonna be you gonna be at Gentilly Fest? Yeah, on the seventh. Okay. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Yes. All right, so That's the main weekend. thing. You hear these festivals? They're really. No, yeah, yeah. Like, like, say you hitting the ground running. You got a nineteen. You got a music video. You got an album. An album on streaming platforms. Ain't about to do a festival. Yeah, man. I was nineteen. We were still just in the studio arguing who's singing the part wrong. <laughs> you know, it's like I'm saying, like from when I was doing music at your age. There's a lot of avenues and there's a lot of um, there's a lot of tools that you can use in your favor, and you definitely, like I say, you you're on the right path. I mean, oh, you definitely can you teach me? <laughs> can you put me on? 
I'm trying to get, you know, I'm trying to get on. This is my first um, festival that I'm going to be doing. So, no, there'll be many more to come. Trust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, what do you say? Three festivals. What's the other festival? Treme no. Fest. Oh, you you did it or it's coming up? I'm doing it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Come on now. I got the manager sidekick trying to put plug you in. What you doing? Let them know. Let them know where they can see it. That's right. That's what's up, man. So, do you have a band? No, I don't. So, you just sing uh, on top of your tracks? Yeah. I was thinking, um, I was actually talking <clears throat> today with my singing coach about how I want to band because... I want to be able to talk and interact a lot more and can't really do that with tracks, you know, right, right. but bands just kind of start playing whenever you decide. Yeah. And, and you, I, can, you can get them to stop and let right. you talk a little bit That's and all right. that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Get them hand signals, you know, you do that so they know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. And I feel like it's really important to, um, you know, interact with your crowd. Most definitely. Most definitely. I perform with two female artists. They probably don't listen to this shit, but I ain't gonna say any names. Because <laughs> <laughs> cause one, I'll tell you after the names after. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Now, one of them is still out there doing shit. <laughs> but anyway, so one of them, good friends with, no ill will, um, had a gig at this restaurant down in the quarter. Good gig. Mm-hmm. Her thing was, she has a wonderful voice. But you know, if you do a cover of her songs, you want to bring your own flavor, your own taste. Right. She wouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. She would sound just like the song, mm-hmm. just like the recording. And I'm like, I'm not going to come see somebody who sounds just like the CD. I could just chill at home for that. Mm-hmm. But she didn't grasp that concept. And we didn't stay that long. But one night... Because what she would do, because it was me, piano player, and a drummer. And she would be like, you know, I, we take when we take our breaks, I want you to come back on the stage. And I want y'all to stop playing before I walk back on the stage. Mm-hmm. I bet. So one night, doing the show whatnot, they had a drunk woman in the crowd. And she's like, I want I want to hear some jazz. I want to hear some jazz. See, me, I, I'm a performer. I like that <laughs> shit. I eat that shit up. <laughs> The more the merrier. Like crowds don't know. So I told the band, side, like, man, let's play like a blues scale, what now we do. So they start playing and I start ad-libbing. And the I, I I get off the stage, playing my horn, walking up to the woman, ad-libbing, doing runs and stuff. She's like, ah, screaming everything, cutting up. And I see that my friend, the singer, she looks around the corner to see what's going on. Mm-hmm. And she saw me. So, you know, she was getting ready to come back up. So I go back on the stage and everything. She comes up the stage. Oh, give, give my saxophone player a hand clapping. Mm-hmm. Oh, he did such a good job. I'm like, girl, you just don't fuck with him. <laughs> you know, let this be my show, goddamn it. <laughs> <laughs> cutting up it. Everything, everything is, is uh, motherfucking Frankie Mays and Beverly up in here. You hear me? Yeah, but a lot of bands just brings like a different, it's a different feel. Like you say, you get to talk to your crowd mm-hmm. you get to, you got to have a little more control over your show when it's yeah. a live band. So I get, like, I get why you would want a live band as opposed to just like somebody just playing, playing your track, you know? Yeah, you, it's, it's so fluid. Like 
you know, you can really talk whenever you want, mm-hmm. pause whenever you want. It's just whatever like feels good to you, you know, you get yeah. a feel of the crowd and things like that. I was talking to my singing coach today. I was like, I don't want to start talking. And then the song just started like playing and I miss wow. my yeah. <laughs> So think about getting a band, how many, how big of a band you trying to get? Probably like five people. Okay. Yeah. So we get you uh, keys, drums, bass, guitar. Mm-hmm. And you. And me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, actually, that's not fine. You need four people. I could kind of play guitar. I could play a little bit. You do a little something. Yeah. Oh, get your ukulele out and just, you know. Yeah, I could play ukulele. <laughs> well, there sure. you go. <laughs> there you go. Break that bad boy out. Now, I'm not going to lie. That's probably going to be the toughest part of trying to get, like, your own band, like, your own musicians because everybody gigs with everybody. I mean, I've been trying to get just keys and a bass for the longest so mm-hmm. I can like try to do stuff in these hotel lobbies and whatnot. Because that's what I would like to do. Give me a little residency in one of these hotels and do jazz night every Tuesdays and Thursdays and run with it. Mm-hmm. It's not impossible, but like I said, that's going to be, that's going to be like, like I say, tough trying to get your, you know, dedicated to you, but mm. shit, I tell you now, money walks, so if you guarantee them gigs, they'll be there. Oh, yeah. Once once you once a lot of them gigs start rolling in, you'll be good. Yeah, hopefully I was thinking it's like a domino effect, you know, because mm-hmm. like there was a point in time where I would get gigs and then people from that gig would want me to get, go on one of their events yeah. and stuff. Yeah, that's how it usually And that's works. usually how it is with the musicians. It's like, hey, yeah. I have this gig, you come play for me, and they'll be like, hey, I got this gig, you wanna come sing for me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's usually how it, how it builds up around, especially around here in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. No musicians and stuff. So. And people talk a lot. It's mm-hmm. small. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as long as you like prove yourself as like a, you know, have a good work ethic mm-hmm. and things like that, I don't think you'll have a problem. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. She might have a little demon already. <laughs> You know, is this room temperature? Really? <laughs> I need some ice. No, made out of Fiji I'm very, water. very lax. So, get the band that's in the works. Do you have like a a timeline or a goal? Like, how many projects <laughs> or what you trying to like accomplish? Like, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Are you just taking the gig by gig, step by step? Yeah, I'm really taking it step by step. And my main goal is to just make sure that every performance that I do is like 100% so that, you know, like I said, the domino effect, I can get more people from yeah. any any gig that I get hired for. You know, get people their money's worth, for real. Definitely. Definitely. That shit ain't cheap. Yeah. I had an experience where I went to one of these one of these people's concerts with my mom and um, we got front row seats and I was super excited because I was like, we're going to get to interact with her and stuff. And she just sang right over our head. She didn't look at us wow. at all, like all that. And I was like, wow, I really needed that experience because now I know how that looks and how, how that, that feels. feels. Yeah. yeah, how it feels on the other side. Like, yeah. I'm right here. You could, you could talk to me, I'm right here, you know? 
Yeah. And she was looking at no light. It was like right over. Wow. But now you now you know what the don'ts, one of the don'ts to mm-hmm. do when yeah. you do get on that level. And she sounded great, but yeah, but like when you doing live and like you say, you front row, you you want that interaction. You, right. And as a perform and like I said, you have some people don't realize is that when you doing live performances, you know, you're not in the studio. Mm-hmm. You're in front of a lot of people. So you have to make that connection and bond with them. You gotta, like you say, interact with them. Mm-hmm. Shit, like I said, let me let me get a crowd. <laughs> talking shit all night. You, who got you? <laughs> come here, come on, come play. Come on, come on. Yeah, you gotta. And people talk and they feed off of that. Like you said, yeah. they'd be like, man, she she invited me up to the stage. She sung to me, man. I ain't never had that, man. That girl mm-hmm. cool. That girl yeah. cool. Like, they, you know Kilani? Kilani. Yeah, Kilani. Yeah. Like, um, if you be on, like, TikTok or, like, other social medias, she's, like, become trending from being very seductive with her fans. Like, she'll mm-hmm. get on her knees and talk to her fans and, like, point to people and do stuff like that. And so, like, it's actually making her platform bigger because everyone's like, if you go to the Kilani concert, she's about to get all up in your face. Yeah. Like, you know, so people want to buy front row seats. Yeah, everybody wants an experience like at a concert. Yeah. yeah, right. So to go to, like, a concert and, like, feel like the artist feels like they above you. Yeah. It's like not cool, but like if they interact with you or even make you feel like they're looking at you, like, right. you know, cause like you said, that's what, that's what you pay for front row tickets for. Exactly. You know, you gotta give people their, their money. Now, you know, I know I'm old and everything. <laughs> Have you ever heard of Janet Jackson? Yes. I've heard of <laughs> Janet Jackson. Look, man, I gotta check, gotta check these days. So Janet, uh, it's Miss Jackson if you're nasty is what she said <laughs> she got that song what's that song when she strapped him on that on that table oh um I can't think of the name of the song though anyway it's, it's like an album cut it's not like one yeah. of her hits man you talk about get your money performance that Janet just strapped me up on the table and, and grinded on me like that. <laughs> she did that to somebody? Yeah. yeah. She used to went on one of her tours. She used to... Uh, did you... Okay, so did you see the VMA performance with Normani and Tiana Taylor last year? No. Okay, because she did... Normani did the same thing to Tiana Taylor. But yeah, she used to like strap... She would pick a guy out the audience and like strap him to like this board type thing and like strap their arms yeah, down, strap they, their legs and their body and stuff. You know, everybody was trying to get front row. Oh tickets. yeah, oh yeah. Men oh, were oh. fighting for front row tickets oh, for yes. that. And yeah, and so she would pull a guy on stage, strap him down and then would just like perform on them. Like she would climb on them wow. and like straddle them and but you sing the song She's and wearing a leather Yeah, all in one suit. leather bodysuit. Uh-huh. And things like, like that. this damn near almost like naked Like a dominatrix yeah. type mm-hmm. of thing. You got this damn near almost naked feeling Janet Jackson on top of you <laughs> and you can't do nothing. And I mean, she's not being timid with it either. She's like on you, singing in your ear shit uh-huh. and you just strap and you just... I mean, I seen one video, one guy who just like, thank you. I saw him saying, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> I saw, I read, I like, that boy. So, yeah, so, I mean, you can't do that shit nowadays. <laughs> well, I mean, like I said, um, Normani imitated that with Tiana Taylor at the VMAs well, last the, year. That's from VMAs. Now, yeah. now you do that shit. 
you know, you going to jail. <laughs> I mean, there's some male artists that still do that. They still pull Man, women on stage and they, stuff. Shit, yeah, they lucky. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's great marketing, you know. Yeah, not everybody about to talk about that. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's like when you see you still you still have time to you know you know master your craft and do all this. See, I'm at the age point where I don't give a shit. <laughs> I, I'll take good or bad publicity. It don't matter to me. <laughs> You know, hey dog. <laughs> so, uh, where you put that thing at? The what? That painting. It's on the desk. I okay. ain't put it nowhere where food could be. In the office. Yeah. And it got something in the office. Want you to look at. Hello. Yeah, what's that? Yeah, when you get a change. And it's a gift. No, not for you though. I just want you to look at. It. Just see, just look at. It. <laughs> That's her daddy. <laughs> but um, yeah, man. I'm at the point where it's like it don't matter to me. They be like, man, retro is wilding. Yep, I surely was. What's happening? <laughs> well, y'all come to the show. Come check me out. Wilding retro. That's right. It's going down. <laughs> Do are you doing any collabs with anybody or? Has anybody um, hit you up? I I do collabs with like a lot of male artists. Um, but the ones I tend to do collabs with usually are more low key. A lot of the bigger male artists are very, um, their songs are very aggressive. They don't really go in my voice. The subjects don't really match. Yeah, okay, yeah, I feel you. I got the ops on and blah, blah, blah. You know, you're in. like sunshine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm. So that's another thing. When it comes to you collaborating, just a word of advice and stuff, you know, your time is money. Mm-hmm. And you definitely, like, if you feel like they're not going to do anything with. This like if I sit here and go into the studio, because it's good to collab, don't get me wrong. But also don't waste your time with people like, come on, bro, like, are you gonna actually release this? Are you gonna do something? What are you doing? What are you doing with your music? Because if all you're doing is mixtape shit and staying underground, and if you're not getting paid for this to do this collab shit, I won't even waste my time with it. No, like men in the industry, there's definitely a lot of um problems that I've had as far as that because like a lot of guys that like I would collab with they'd either just want to like sleep with me oh, yeah. or you know they would we would do it together and then do the song together <laughs> and then they would end up like not doing anything with it and they'd be like I have to release it at the right time and we release the other stuff you know mm-hmm. but when I'm saying like more like underground artists I mean more like they release their stuff they're just not as popular right but yeah. like the more the artists that have more power, the men that have more power in the music industry tend to use it differently. Of course, of know? course. And and but yeah. also it only just takes one. I mean, whether it's with a big big name or underground name, I mean, it just takes one one to catch. Mm-hmm. Like so Yeah, but you know, like when I did make music, I was happy about oh oh I'm a rapper. Make me track. Make me track. Make me track. Make me track. And I'm like, well, like, all right, you get a track. What you gonna do with it though? Are you gonna really push it? Mm-hmm. Are you gonna, you know? Because if not, I can say that for somebody else. Yeah. Right. Who's really gonna do something with it? 
So and a guy I know from college, he's a producer. And it's kind of the same way. Like he had people that just was like, "Hey, man, make me a beat," but they would like just be clowning on it. And so he's like, "Bro, like I'm not mm-hmm. giving you my good stuff for you to just be clowning on it and not do anything with it." All right. I'm gonna tell you now what I used to get fussed at. Don't lowball yourself with your value. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I know you're just starting out, but like I say, you have an amazing voice that can really, that will go places. So people, like I say, who you feel that can afford it or, you know, are willing to dish out cash for your collaboration, make them fucking pay. Mm-hmm. Make them pay. Mm-hmm. Make them pay. Because, um, and like you say, it's, and it's good that you have your mother as uh, a manager, like a, a family member, somebody close by, because, um, shit, I've been watching a lot of these, um, Recent movies dropping with artists and whatnot. Like, I don't know if you saw you saw the Elvis movie. No, watch it. It's good. It it really was good. It was more. It was about Elvis, but from the from his manager point of view, Mm -hmm. which his manager fucked over him. Oh really? Yeah, he he. Which is usually what you find out in most biopics. Yeah. Either the manager is screwing everybody over or somebody in that circle is screwing them over. Yeah. yeah. He definitely, he was the downfall of him. I, he, he he messed over him, but it's just, you know, you, when that type of money is coming in constantly, you're not thinking, maybe I should put some of this to the side. Mm-hmm. And then, and that's what happened at the end. But, like I said, just watch the movie. It's a good movie. Mm-hmm. It's, it's definitely, like I said. And then another good thing that you have your your mother as your manager is like, you know, you know she's going to go hard for you. You know she has your best interest at heart. Right. She's going to go hard for you. And that's what um, I was arguing with one of my friends who, who's a rapper. You know, he keeps talking about buying a manager. I said, for what? I said, if he's managing five other artists, that means that his full attention he or she full attention can't go towards what you need. Right. He said, what, you want to be my manager? I say, I can't manage you because you don't listen to me. <laughs> you know, I tell you what to do and what we should do. You know, you go against it. I don't know, man. You know, so I'm like, fuck it, whatever, man. Whenever it happens, it happens. But it's good that you, like I say, you have. Look, Beyonce ain't do too shabby with her daddy. I'm just exactly. saying. <laughs> I didn't know her dad was a manager. Initially, yeah. Oh wow. He's not. He's not now due to like family family issues. You can say like that because he went. He had cheated a baby. on him. He cheated, yeah, he cheated on her mom. But, <laughs> so she dropped him as a as his, as her agent then, as her manager then. But like her, like her Destiny's Child days and like her early solo days, her mm-hmm. dad was a manager. Mm-hmm. So yeah. <laughs> My mom would love to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> See, baby, look, look. I know I'm on the right track. There's a, there's a lot of artists who started out with their parents as their managers, mm-hmm. or at least their parents stayed. If they if their parents weren't their managers, their parents stayed very involved. Look at Joe Jackson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he ass, but when he had Jackson Five, it was a form. This is true. And look, Brandy and Ray J, mama was always there too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and whatever Brandy got, she made sure Ray J got. That's right. So <laughs> That's right. So what's up? What 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 do what do you want the people to know about Miss Miss Blue, Miss Indy Blue? Um 
I want everybody to know that like my stories are very vulnerable and personal and there's a lot of like hidden messages in them if you listen to like you know there's like everybody goes through trauma like traumatic things and I think that you know I'm not special in anything that I've went through Mm -hmm. so I think that it's important that people can relate and feel what I'm saying and stuff you know and my main goal to want to be famous is so that I could help people and people could, you know, be brave enough to speak about what they're going through and be able to listen to something that makes them feel like they're not by themselves. You know, I have a feel that she's going to be like she's like the she's going to be like the black Adele. I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> like Adele. Like because she's starting off so young at that. You know, I mean, you know how Adele, she had her album 19 and mm-hmm. and you could hear what she was singing back then. And then she gone on to what was 20. It was 19, 21, 25, 25 and 30. 30. <laughs> um, like I said, it's just going to be. Like I said, I'm looking forward to see your growth as an artist because I could be like, man, I remember when she first started out, you know, she had blue hair and now she out here. Doing her thing, singing this, doing... Man, I'm telling you now, you get a collab with Bruno Mars in them, you better call me. <laughs> I want in on that one. I want in. I'll be the horn player on that track. Okay? But shoot, here in her current single, she, she might be like Adele in the fact that you're going to have women in like stable, happy relationships think, like feeling like they're in a bad relationship. They're going to be singing, just singing their heart out and crying. And they're gonna be like, like, I'm actually in a good relationship. <laughs> I hate you. Because you're too goddamn good. So good at you. Yeah, what you mean, man? What you mean? And <laughs> we're like, stop listening to her. Listen to her. No, I had to do that with her. Uh, I had to threaten her with her album music subscription because you can see how many hours you listen to people. Mm-hmm. And she, her Chris Brown hours ridiculous. <laughs> and I'm like, no, we gotta stop that. I listen to other people right behind Trey songs. <laughs> But that's what's up, man. Like, keep that, keep that, keep that vision, keep that motivation. Mm-hmm. I pray that industry don't turn you the opposite way. Yeah. But like I said, as long as you got moms in the corner, she ain't, she ain't gonna let it. Hey, All but right. she writes her own music and everything else. I mean, that's talent. That's talent on talent Thank on talent. You. I really used to think everyone wrote their own music until I was talking to somebody in the industry and they're like Ghost Riders, baby. <laughs> I was like um, yeah, like these are the songs I wrote. But they're like, you write your own music? I was like, don't everybody write their own music? No. Like when they're younger at least you know, she was like, no. No. And to be able to sing and write right. is the hard thing because mm-hmm. Chris Brown said it in uh, on Drunk Champs because they were asking like why is it why is it frowned upon to have a ghostwriter in rap versus music? Mm-hmm. He was like, well, in rap, you don't want somebody rapping somebody else's struggle. Like, they don't make any mm-hmm. sense. But, like, in music, not everybody can sing. Like, mm-hmm. straight up. He was like, so you can have a songwriter that writes good songs mm-hmm. and they can't sing. And you have singers that can't necessarily write. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's, like, amazing when someone can do both, mm-hmm. you know? And so it's amazing that you can do both. Thank you. <laughs> so if I write a song, you think you can sing it? Yeah. All right, cool. 
She can sing. She can sing any and everything. She probably sing the phone book. Um, <laughs> if we can find one of those. <laughs> I, I think we got an old one at the station. I think it's from like two thousand and nine. So who who are you like? Who are you listening to? Are you listening to anybody right now? I listen to Summer Walker. I love Elena's Morissette. That's actually the concert that I went to where she didn't look at anybody. You like Alanis Morissette? That's why she yeah. knows who's up Alanis Morissette. Who you to that? <laughs> My mom. Oh, okay, makes sense. Okay. But yeah, I'm like super big fan of hers. Like I love her music. And when I went to a concert that happened, I was like, "Oh, girl, come on!" Like she sounded so great, but. She just yeah, didn't she look just, at nobody. <laughs> oh, everybody was screaming. She just mm. well, she she's older though, so you know it's to, to her she is just another day in the office probably. Like she mm-hmm. yeah. she passed that excitement performance stage, so don't mm-hmm. don't blame me on her. That's just Summer I feel Walker like be like that too. Though. I can believe it. Yeah, but she has stage anxiety. So she does. Yeah, she I did say it. she has like stage anxiety, so she just doesn't look then at why people. Perform? Because she enjoys doing her music. She just don't like the performing aspect. But unfortunately, as an artist, in order to keep her fans and money and money and all that stuff like that, she has to tour because the money is in touring. Oh, yeah, most definitely. So yeah, I used to think it was from streams, but the most, yeah, the most money is touring. Yeah, the most money for you. It's torn. Yeah. Streams for the companies and distributed people who distribute yeah. it. But you, you're going to make that money in torn. So yeah. you get you get on the tour, stay on that bad boy as long as you can. And, that, mm-hmm. and that's exactly why Summer Walkout has to just fight through her stage anxiety. Yeah. But just notice that like she doesn't do like, she'll tour, but she, she won't do an award show. I'm pretty sure that she's turned down on the award shows a couple times. Oh, um, I'm 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 pretty sure. Ooh, question. So, when you start touring and you know blowing up, being famous and everything, are you gonna do um, what's that shit Chris Brown was doing? Do meet and greets. Yeah, you gonna do meet and greets or whatnot? Yeah, of course. She said she want to be able to interact with fans and stuff. Okay. <laughs> okay. You got you um. So branding. Hmm. So mom's mom's talking about branding yet, or I have a brand manager. Okay, cool, cool. Okay. Yeah. So what are we gonna be having? Like posters and t-shirts and what all I was that? actually thinking is like some little wig, some little blue wig. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So that's your signature. And yeah. Blue wig. <laughs> You know, some like some cheap phone ones you could just wear yeah, for the concert. Yeah. <laughs> okay, all right. That okay. that is cute. That's something different. Yeah. Wanna give me one? Scared <laughs> <laughs> to say you gonna get one. Yeah. Support the cause. <laughs> Have some like curly ones. You know, synthetic little curly wigs. Mm-hmm. And people would probably even wear that even pass outside yeah, the concert. Yeah, so. of course. <laughs> And yeah, that would be that. that would be your marketing on social media, like everybody wearing the wigs uh, and things like that. I got the indie blue wig on. To buy them in bulk and sell for like twenty dollars. Mm-hmm. There you go. There you go. So the the style of music, what would you call it? Your style, your vibe. I feel like it's R and B, but like I dabble in like indie music when I play the guitar, just because of like the vibe of the guitar. You know. Yeah. You consider R and B, Creole. Yeah, I consider that R and B. 
Like I said, mm-hmm. like she said, she's she definitely is a Summer Walker, Janae Aiko, like you said, Kalani mm-hmm. vibe, you know. And like I, I can see how that like influences your sound. Yeah. So yeah, I get the R and B indie sound. Yeah, we just which is um, really the sound of R and B right now, yeah. essentially. And that's what we was, we was um, kind of talking about a while back about where is the 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 status or the status of uh, R and B music because you know R and B to us is Usher. Old Usher, Montown Jordan, Jagged Edge, Boys and Men, um, shit, Key Sweat, Monica, Old Monica, Old Brandy, Old Mariah, you know. So to hear you coming out with your 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 style of music and like I said, the vibe that you you um, presenting is definitely. Like I say, it's definitely what's considered R and B now, which I'm not saying it's not R and B, but um, it's definitely the vibe that is out now, which is a powerful movement. But I would also say, don't forget where it comes from. Also, mm. you know, what would you consider it to be? No, I consider it R and B. Okay. No, I'm, I'm not saying it's not. I'm not taking it from it. I'm not saying it's not R and B. It's just um. Being, we just older. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just, it's like I'm used to my, I'm used to like you, like how you say you want a band. Mm-hmm. I'm used to my old school. I'm used to my R and B having live instrumentation like stuff. stuff. Right, yeah. right. That's mm-hmm. what I'm used to. And my thing is, I know you can do it. I know you have the voice for it. And mm-hmm. I definitely look forward to, you know, whenever you get a chance or whenever like hearing you doing live performance. You're gonna eat that shit up mm-hmm. because it's gonna be a totally it's it's a totally different vibe when you have a band behind you. Mm-hmm. It's it's definitely is like like you say you get to talk your shit to the crowd, yeah. you get to walk around. Mm-hmm. And, and I think it shit. allows you to display more of your personality too. Mm-hmm. That too. Yeah, definitely. That too. That too. Man, like I said, shit, girl, this. She gonna forget all about this little podcast interview. She's gonna be nah, on a nah. breakfast club and whatnot. <laughs> She's like, yeah, to that nigga who think R B ain't R B. But nah, like I said, you man, you, you're talented, man. I, I I would trade my horn playing to be vocally able to sing. Oh, I can really? sing. What singing is every you ain't gotta pack shit with that. You just get up and go. You just need a mic. You know what I mean? You need a mic. You just get up and do your thing. Now, are you the type of person when people say, oh, you're a singer, sing something, and you, you choke up? I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like being put on the spot? No. Why, though? I mean, but you're a, you're a singer. If a producer, if a producer, if, if love But if she whatever. knows she's going to run into somebody, she'll probably be a little more prepared yeah, than if some random body on the street just like, Oh, you a singer, say. Like, I understand that, but what I'm saying is, <laughs> what I'm saying is, right now we're recording right now, and then all of a sudden, Love, aka P Diddy, come up in here and be like, "Oh, what's up, P? Oh, what's up? Yeah, we got." Oh, I'm a sing. Oh, okay. I'm a sing. Oh, yeah, yeah. She just be like a Joe Schmo on the street. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> you got paid. You got to come to my show. That's what I'm saying. She ain't, she ain't about to sing for no Joe Schmo. 
drinking on the corner. It was like the <laughs> corner stuff. Talking, about, oh baby, you sing. Sing for me. Sing something for me. Beneficial, even if I don't feel like singing, I would. But if I know it's not gonna be beneficial, I'm not gonna sing if I don't feel like it. All right. Well, well, I got a question for you. You gonna sing something for us? I mean, what you want me to sing? Ooh, she feel like maybe beneficial. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like somebody. You sing whatever That's you want. That's how we know our podcast. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, oh, oh yeah, this is a good benefit me. Yeah, All right, okay, go. come on. No, you sing whatever you want. I, I don't, I don't, it's whatever you're comfortable with. If you want to bless us and the listeners with Miss Indy Blue in the house okay. on, on the podcast. So this is actually going to be, when are y'all releasing this podcast? Wow, you about to this is a song that's about to be coming out or No, I was just saying that this is gonna be my first song for Gentilly Fest. This is gonna be your song first song for Gentilly Fest? Yeah. Hmm. You wanna seven. release it? You wanna release it after the fest or No, this is gonna be my first song to get the crowd warmed up. Okay. But everybody loves the song, so Well, if I gonna drop it the Gentilly Fest is the seventh? Yeah. I'll probably drop it that weekend. All right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna sing Tyrone. All right. All right. With Tyrone, Erica Badu, Tyrone. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay, yeah, it's, it's Jim James Paul, right, y'all? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Don't ask me. I hate that song. <laughs> okay. I'm getting tired of your shit. You don't never buy me nothing. And every time you come around, you got to bring Jim, James, Paul, and Tyrone. Now, why can't we be by ourselves sometimes? See, I've been having this on my mind. For a long time I just wanted to be you and me Like it used to be <laughs> But you don't know how to act So matter of fact I think you better call Tyrone yep. Call him <laughs> And tell him come on Help you get your shit Come on, come on. You better call Tyrone. Call him. And tell him I said come home. Ooh, you better say. Fuck that nigga Tyrone. God damn. Man, bro. Man, man, man. Yeah, I like it. Girl, you could you could sing any fucking CD. I would love to hear you, bro. That voice. Thank you. Oh, man, that's as long as you go for singing. Thank you. Right, right, <laughs> bro. Like, uh, I'm I'm definitely adding you to the prayer list and making sure that you go as far as as meant for you to go, and it's meant for you to go the distance. It's gonna be work, but man. 19, singing like that. 19. 19. Singing like that. Aww, That's where Dell started, so I'm saying. <laughs> Adele. Man. 
So, how you people? I, I, obviously, they support you mm-hmm. in this. Um, I, I mean, how does that that make you feel knowing that you have that support? Um, I feel very grateful because a lot of artists that I run into don't have that support. And like I said, everything that I've dealt with through my music career that I've had, like in the past two years, I think is normal because it's been the only thing I've experienced up into reaching out and talking to people about their music and stuff. So I always thought it was normal for your parents to be like fully supportive of your music and stuff until I started talking to people. And they were like, my parents don't want me to sing. My parents don't want me to rap. They don't believe in that. They want me to be a doctor. They want me to do this in school, you know. Or be a teacher or whatever. And I was like, oh, wow. Like, But also my dad's an artist, so it makes sense that he would believe in my I know, art. I know. I wish he would have told you something. Yeah, I told her I just can't do that. Uh, excuse me? <laughs> what? Say <laughs> Mr. Picasso over here? <laughs> she is you crazy? I think that um, Kanye said this. Uh, I think it was Kanye. I think. But I was watching like videos about people talking about their careers and Somebody said that um, they didn't take it personally when people said that you can't do it because they only think that because they can't do it. Like my dad will never tell me that I couldn't be an artist because he made it happen himself. But if he wasn't and he didn't believe he could do that, he would probably be like, yeah, you probably can't do that. Yeah, so, yeah. That may, that may be the case, but there are also people who, I mean, even if he, let's say if he wasn't an artist, but he still supported because he hears you know, he hears the same thing we hear. He's like, mm-hmm. man, my, my child has a, a talent, like a true talent that can do things. Because, mm-hmm. uh, like, like I said, growing up, nobody in my family besides my sister <clears throat> dealt with music. So she played the clarinet, I played the saxophone. And growing up, I had an opportunity to go to Noka. And at that time, Trombone Shorty was there. John Baptiste was there. Mm-hmm. At that time, I didn't know who they were because I'm not originally from New Orleans. Mm-hmm. I'm from the country. She's from the New Orleans. She's my New Orleans connect. Um, but at the time, I didn't know who they were. Mm-hmm. And to sit, to sit here and think back and like, man, I was at the same institution where this guy and this guy both were at. I think that if I would have had the support or the real, you know, support system of me wanting to pursue music in that manner, I definitely know that things would be different where I am now with it. Because, you know, I still play. I still I play in my cousin church on Sundays. That's what I do every Sunday. Mm. But I really want to pull out an album. I really want to do a project. I really want to do music at least before I, I leave this earth to say, "Hey, I created something." Mm. And to be perfectly honest, I'll be fine with just doing local festivals and gigging that. I'll be happy with that. Mm-hmm. I don't have to go on tour. Now, don't get me wrong. Bruno said, "Hey, won't you come open up for us?" <laughs> I'm fucking gone. Do well, you love Bruno? What? Mm. <laughs> Bruno? Silk Sonic? Them niggas? Come on. <laughs> Look, there's not many people who I go goo goo gaga for, but man, Bruno short ass come up in this thing. <laughs> Talk about, yeah, man, we wanna come be on a podcast. Nigga, you what's up? What, what's that? Let's go. I love I love Bruno because Bruno 
Bruno brings me, Bruno gives me that old school feel that. I was about to say a lot of older people like him. Because he gives us that old school feeling of music, of how it used to be. It takes us back, but it's updated though in its matter sense. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's updated, but it's old school at the same time. I love it. Motherfucker, leave the door open, all that good shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I fucks with Bruno. Bruno's my nigga. <laughs> I fucks with you too, though. Thank Don't you. get me wrong. I'm going to be supporting your shit. Hey. Oh, definitely. Thank you. Just, you know, next time you come, if you come back, you know what I mean? I want to come back. Come back. Than, you're more than welcome. Like I told you, I've had, so a friend of mine, she's um, working on a show. I got to ask her, like, exactly what the show is, but, like, randomly she had asked about, like, breakup songs <laughs> and things like that. And so after Retro sent me your music video, I sent it to her. I was like, if you're looking for a local artist mm-hmm. to, like, feature, I was like, yeah. I mean, just let me know. I might can holler at it <laughs> for you. <laughs> oh, don't get me wrong. We definitely, if anybody or anything comes up and you're fifth, we're definitely gonna plug you into it. That's yeah, that's one thing you. we that's one thing we're about. Like if it's gonna help you get further your career, whatever, please be. Yeah. We we're definitely plugging in and do whatever it is to help you out. Cause um like I say, man, I just you're starting off so good at 19. You really are. Like, it's really a blessing of what you're doing just right now, just doing that. Mm-hmm. Be able to have a music. I, I was, we wasn't even a fandom of thinking about music videos when we was recording at 19. We were just excited to be in a recording studio. Mm-hmm. Like a real one. And not in my partner's trailer in his closet with the headphones. Like, you know, we was in a real studio. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's, that's amazing. Talking about studio, where do you record it? Um, I used to record at this studio with this boy named Saint, but he ended up moving, so I don't record anymore. So you gotta find your new studio then. Um, what's the studio in the East called? You know? I've been kind of like studio hopping since he moved, so it hasn't been very consistent. Gotcha. It's definitely so when you go record, do do you? I know you say you have a singing coach. Do mm-hmm. you? Do they go with you? Oh, no. No? Mm-mm. Okay. I usually go by myself or with my dad. Okay. Because that was another thing I noticed when we were, like, when we were doing um, our rap stuff. Um, you know, you, you had producers who's in there just recording, and they're like, okay, yeah, that's good, that's good. Mm-hmm. But I've been to other recording studios with my partner who raps, and, you know, like the one we went to last night, the guy he'll like he'll listen to it and like nah go do it again or try this or you know he's he's a type of producer who engages with the people who's recording. Do y'all know a lot of um studios here over here? That would be you got retro. You do? I don't know a few. You know flu? Flu? Yeah. That name sounds familiar. This is studio set. This is name. Where? I just don't remember what the studio is called. Where it's located? She said in the east. Yeah. In the east. What's that yeah. studio called? Oh, I used to go to A Million Roses for a little bit when I was like first starting. Never heard that one either. Um, <laughs> that's, that's on this side? I don't know. Uh, yeah, see that east. Yeah, I don't. I go. I don't. 
I go there when the sun is up. That's about a long time. Be <laughs> Somebody say, hey, man, we're going to record in the East. I said, shit, I was hollering when y'all done. <laughs> gone. Yeah, my mom's not a fan. Oh, she yeah. don't really be going in the studios for real because you know how studios be in the inside. Yeah, the whole vibe yeah. is set up. Yeah, my dad be going though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. This is my setup. What's up? <laughs> how y'all doing? Oh, what you smoking? Pairs of here. That's some good shit. That <laughs> shit, man. Now, like I say, so, so your your mom manage is your manager. She manages you. Yeah. Like, was this something to be understood when you first started, or did you ask her, or she already assigned herself? Um, she was just kind of like, "I'm your manager. I have your best interest," and I was like, "Okay." <laughs> and she's been my dad's manager since he started his career. Oh, so, so. she she managed you too? Yeah, he told us that last time. It's it called Rich Mind yeah. Studios. Rich Mind Studios. Yeah. Yeah, I never heard of that one. But yeah, she's been managing my dad, and she was like, "You saw what I did there, like so <laughs> you better trust this process." And I was like, well, okay. "Damn, what about the work he does himself? That kind of, I mean, damn, <laughs> yeah, she managed him, but he put in the work, right? I mean, it is a pretty damn good resume. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, uh, I can't, I can't wait till she comes. She, she's, she's two for two right now. I'm just wow. saying. <laughs> well, she she, she did give me Gentilly Fest. I'm she, not gonna lie. She looking for a third act. <laughs> Shit, I'm just trying to get trying to do some music. That's all, man. That's a blessing though. Like I say, keep it all in the family. Keep it all in the family. Yeah. I said, look what I do. Look what you did for your dad. Like I said, say, it's a damn good resume. It's right now. True. True. <laughs> True. Definitely. So the next the next thing is Gentilly Fest and then Tremaine Fest mm-hmm. and then we're shooting for Jazz Fest next year. I hope so. She could probably make it work. She Jazz Fest or French Quarter Fest or both. Right. She be working her magic, so fingers yeah. crossed. I mean, you know, your mama, I know what she's going to do. She's going to sell both of y'all as a two-for-one package. <laughs> That's what she's going to do. It makes sense. We got music. We got art. We got it all in one package. And cooking. That's how much you want. My brother. Oh, your brother cooks? Yeah, my my youngest, not younger brother, but like youngest brother. Okay, he what he cooks? Um, vegan food. <laughs> I mean, I know people love this shit down here, and that's that's cool. I I just, you know, I was telling her the other night, just don't give me no cauliflower. Talking about his chicken wings. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they got good places. Got vegan, good vegan food. Got they do. vegan ice cream. They do it. I'm not vegan. Yeah, I'll try. I'll try, but just don't. Just you know, like I said, just don't come with me and be like, "Oh, here, here's a hamburger." No, what really is it? It's beans <laughs> on bread. Say that. Don't lie to me. Be like, "Oh, it's a burger." No, it's not. <laughs> now, her sister made a cauliflower pizza with a cauliflower crust. Mm-hmm. I heard that's good. That I might be able to rock with. But the seasoning is what makes it taste good. True. That's the yeah. plants. <laughs> yeah. yeah um, so you you vegan? No, I'm not. Oh, okay. But I eat vegan food. Oh, what's your favorite vegan food? Um, there's these nuggets from from seed, and I really like them. What's made out of? I don't know. I like veggie burgers from Houston's. 
That's oh, soy, yeah. Soy made from soybeans. Yeah. You ever tried tofu? Yeah. You like that? Yeah, it's all right. But I think that that they have misled people by making them think that tofu is like the primary vegan food when like there's so much other vegan stuff that's good. So people try tofu and they're like, ew, vegan. Yeah. Like, there's other stuff. And that's what I was telling them too. Like I've tried like eggplant. I think it was like uh, eggplant lasagna, like eggplant parm. And it was good, you know. And I was like, yeah, there's like vegan stuff like that where it's just no meat, but it's like veggies mixed with some other stuff, you know. Yeah, it's not like trick meat or like. Yeah, and it's yeah. not, to- like you're saying, it's not tofu, uh-huh. you know, things like that. Because a lot of people immediately in their mind go, vegan, uh, tofu. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you want to make vegan red beans or vegan lasagna? Well, red beans is pretty vegan if you, as long as you don't put sausage in it. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm just saying, like, I'm willing to try it. Just don't come up with this. And that's another thing. You got to do, like, 20 other steps to make a goddamn bean burger when I could just get ground beef, pack that shit down, cook and fry, and it's done. <laughs> Like I said, there's like she said, there's other vegan meat. Like, like I saw somebody, yeah, and, um, jackfruit. Somebody made pulled pork. I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like it. Don't get me wrong, but I'm like, man, it's come from a plant. Like, yeah, you just bake it, put in the burger sauce. Mmm, so good. <laughs> nah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I'll try it, but you would never hear me like, hey man, let's go check out this vegan spot. Uh, <laughs> I'll go. I will go, and you will pay for it because I'm not buying. <laughs> I was saying I'll try if you're gonna pay for it, but if you want me pay? I'm definitely. I ain't paying for this shit because I know I ain't. I don't want it. Now if it was good, if it comes out good, then you know I'm like okay, I could come back and I'll buy this. But mm-hmm. you know, like I say, I'm not shitting on vegans. More power to you guys. I'm just saying that you know you'll never have special vegan powers. Um, <laughs> I do not care. So, um, damn, there's something else. On. Is there anything else you want to ask the young lady? Where do you see R&B going? Mm-hmm. Ooh, damn, that's deep. I like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I feel like through the years, people are getting more like alternative with like their genres of music, even like R&B singers like Rico Nasty, you know, like Billie Eilish. Mm -hmm. Like, they're very alternative. They kind of have like a weird like, you know. Yeah, you see the sound like changing a little bit. Like, not being, you know, not just being like one sound. Yeah, it's just very like out of the box, you Mm -hmm. know, even like the way they look. Yeah. You know, like rock star kind of stuff. Right. So, I don't know. I just feel like in the future it's gonna be it's just gonna a lot. Hmm? I don't know what that means. Um, in the future, I just feel like it's gonna be very like um, I don't know. It's just gonna have like a crazier vibe. Yeah, people are gonna be looking a lot different and mm-hmm. having a lot of different vibes. I don't know. Maybe washed down a little bit. <laughs> that was a good question. <laughs> Thank you. That was damn. Had me stumped. Damn, I don't know where it's gonna be at. <laughs> What's going on? We good? What happened? Like Frank Ocean. How Frank Ocean is kind of like, you know, it's a different type of vibe. Right. Yeah. 
That's what you were, that's what you were saying, Frank Ocean. I thought you were saying Frank. Like, I thought Frank? you were. I thought you were like it's very Frank. I was yeah, like, that's what I thought. I was like, I don't know what you mean by that. <laughs> I'm just saying, you listen to Frank Ocean all the time. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, because I kind of said the same thing. I'm like, they're gonna look at some of our R&B artists and like they're gonna see them like tatted up in piercings. That's what and, I'm saying. Like different like, color hair different. and like <laughs> they're gonna like. They were rappers? It's like, no. Yeah. Were they rock stars? No, they were R&B. Like, yeah, like Rika. Like, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like Kalani, you know. Like, people look very different they now. They look very different like, now, yes. Yeah. And I think one of the good things about R&B now, especially I see with the women, is that everybody's getting comfortable being their own persona. Mm. Because one thing I will say about maybe, like, that's not old saying it's during our time, which was the early 2000s. Yeah, it it kind of did get a little cookie cutter where everybody had to look the same, kind of sound the same because you had labels that felt like you had to look a certain way. You had to sound a certain way because they wanted this artist to be like this artist because, oh, she's doing good. So you need to have her sound and her look and all this thing like that. But I think now you're seeing, especially with the women that everyone, like you say with Kalani, some Walker, like everybody gets to be their own persona, their own look. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter. Like, what you look like, we're worried about what you sound like and your, (laughs) yeah, your music, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah everybody gets to be Walker, their own person. Right. Like how she shaved off her head yeah. and her tattoos. And yeah, like she's, she has looked very different at times. Right. <laughs> you know, they got, you know, you got women with face tattoos now yeah. and all kind of things. So it's yeah. like, yeah, we don't care what you look like. We just, Can't we just want to make sure you're entertaining and you yeah. sound good. Make sure your music sound good. That's mm-hmm. all we worried about, you know. Yeah. Just put out good music. But yeah, that was a, that was a time like, like our big R&B artists like if you look back they were all they all had to be clean and you know look just so but mm-hmm. you know but now it's like can you sing can you write your own music good okay mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. so I'm actually this um, two collaborating artists male female pick one you like to collaborate. collaborate with Frank Ocean and Summer Walker. Yeah, I hear that Frank Ocean, Summer Walker, and the Blue want to collaborate with y'all. <laughs> so Summer, Vanny, when you drop that baby, you she's go. waiting on the collab. If <laughs> <laughs> so, anybody know how to contact them, who's listening, please contact us, and we'll contact her mama to let her know. Because <laughs> that's how it's being done. That's how we operating. So. Hey. Summer Walker, drop that child. Frank Ocean, swing me ass over here. And let's get that popping. Yes. Man, man, man. Well, Miss Andy Blue, we're not going to keep you much longer because, you know, I know you're a busy young lady and everything. But I will say that, um, man, it is a blessing. And an honor to have you come on our our little podcast show and yeah, take pity on us. And take and pity on us. <laughs> you know, you know. Take pity on our little podcast. Um, very appreciative though, very appreciative. So yeah. um you wanna put in your tag, your plug in, you know, let them people that they can find you, listen to, all of that. Um 
You can find me on Instagram at Indies Blue, I-N-D-Y-S-B-L-U, and my link for my music's in my bio, so you can find it that way. And she will add you after about three weeks or more. Because <laughs> um, that's what happened to my ass. I'm like, oh, I got no oh, <laughs> person who's coming on the podcast. Just add us. Okay. <laughs> but no, you guys, please check out her music. And what's check the- out her Gentilly Fest. Check out her Tremay Fest. That's right. That's right. Um, and what's the name of the, the single you had dropped? The Same Conversations. Oh, the single, the song, Respectful Liar. Respectful Liar. You want to talk about that right quick before you go? Yeah, I can. Yeah. Tell us um, about that song. It's pretty much about how somebody that I was talking to had a romantic relationship with. Um, they were very respectful and sweet but at the same time they lied and they were like mischievous which was really interesting because not everybody that's nice is like good to you which is really weird to I guess it was really weird to process no it is it makes sense for me it was weird to process yeah no I mean like I said you you know I ain't trying you know you're 19 there's gonna be a lot of things so but you, it was crazy about it is that being that you're 19 experience that there's people who my age experiencing that for the first time mm-hmm. or going through the shit right now. So now, like I say, you're going to, that song goes from your age record to mine. So it was like, you I probably even pass us. Yeah. Girl, I know what the hell she's talking about. I know yeah. some 40 something's going through the same thing. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, if you're writing stuff like that, then you. You want to make sure that you write music that's going to last the ages because that's that's what it comes down to. And also true to you. Because true to you also. Because mm-hmm. that's when you're going to sing your heart out too when you when it's from your experience. So. Mm-hmm. What's up? Trying to make sure your ass ain't that on the song she's talking about. <laughs> Seeing him smiling in my face and shit. <laughs> You never know. You're going to hear me bumping it. Maybe you're going to have some questions about what's going on. Me and you bump at that shit. (laughs) (laughs) I just won't bump around you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Keep on. Anyway. You know how I do. When I'm in a certain mood, I'm just going to share the song with you. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, nah, I'm going to delete that shit too. Um... First, I'd like to say thank you once more for coming again. Thank your manager for allowing you to come here. Uh, thank you for your second co-manager bringing you here. <laughs> um, anything else you want to add to your career or ask the young no, artists? Y'all go check out our music. Most definitely. Most right, definitely. Thank you, Check guys. her out and go catch her at Gentilly Fest and Tremay Fest. That's right. You got to pay for those? Or Gentilly Fest is free. free. Gentilly Fest is free? Okay. Mm-hmm. But Tremay, you got to pay. I think Tremay's free, too. Oh. It's a part of it that's free, but I think you have to pay for the too. Okay. It's for the free, so y'all got no excuses. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> it's free. Bring your asses out there. Get your long chair out there. You heard me. Exactly. Get your, your little wine coolers. Baby. The weather been nice. There is no and excuse. And the weather been nice, too. Yeah. That's right. You can't even lie and say it's been too hot. Come support, <laughs> come support the locals. God damn it. Let's pour everything else with your ragged asses. And for the people who's tuning in, make sure you subscribe to us. Make sure you're listening to us and you tell your friends about us. Spread the word, baby. Because we're going to take over. Believe that shit. This is your host, Retro. And this is your girl, Creole. And it's been another episode of All But Yeah. yeah.
We out this thing. Thank you, Miss Indy Blue. Thank you. Yeah. Can't like stop that. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we should gas up. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes, yes.